1: Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live here on the Real Presence Radio Network. It is so good to be with you this week. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by Nathan Sather. Nathan Sather. And uh, we are so glad to be with you today. We're going to get into what the show looks like as we continue on here this morning. However, we do want to begin with a prayer. So, Nathan, would you mind uh, leading us in that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Dearest Lord Jesus, we just thank you for all of your gifts and blessings. We're especially grateful for our own gifts of life and the love that you bestow upon us and share with us through the sacraments. We pray for the gifts and blessings that you give each of us. We especially pray for the gifts that you gave our first guest, Adelie, and using art and words to bring us closer to you. But most especially this morning, Lord, we pray for all those who we have unintentionally hurt through our actions or misunderstandings. And we beg you to grant us the grace to forgive those who have unintentionally hurt us, knowing that those unintentional hurts are sometimes the worst. And uh, we know that only you can heal every human heart. And so we ask you to heal our human heart. We pray for your blessings upon our show as we pray. Hail Mary, full of of grace, grace. the The Lord is with with thee. thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. St. John the Baptist. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Thank you, good sir. Thank you, brother. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. I, I got the talking points and saw that I didn't have a co-host, and I'm like, who could I call but Nathan Sather to come on and visit this morning?
2: Well, that's not what the station told me. They told me you called 18 <laughs> really awesome people, and when they all said 19, no, you're but, like, oh, no, um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was never 20. Uh, no, it's a, it's a pleasure to be with you, brother. I love you very much. We've spent a lot of time together, and I hope we get to spend a lot of more time, and it's a blessing to be able to spend this time together with our listening audience.
1: Yeah, wonderful. 100%. So maybe we should, uh, without further ado, jump into our first guest this morning. We have Adelie Hude, who wrote a book called Sanctus, 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 an introductory Latin missile for children. And uh, just for our listeners to know, at a certain point during this interview, we are going to open up the phone lines because the two books that we happen to be holding are the ones that we are going to be giving away for free if you're one of the first two callers to call in when we give out the phone number and the time to call so keep in mind that there is an opportunity to win one of these books that uh, we're going to be talking about this morning
2: unexpected but amazing
1: yes and i'm holding it
2: i was wondering can i call is it one of those (laughs) like need not be present to win or you don't have to work here to get one it's it's honestly gorgeous
1: i don't know we'll ask Lori. Lori, uh Lori's the keeper of the phones <laughs> and uh she oh oh she's giving you a look i i don't think i don't think you can win it i'm sorry nathan all right well i'll try anyway <laughs> but uh we just want to welcome in adalie Hude. good morning adalie how are you
0: good morning brandon good morning nathan thank you so much for having me on i am doing well today
1: Wonderful. So we're both just in awe of this book, and, and we certainly want to get into your gifts that you've been given in illustrating this. But let's talk a little bit about yourself for our listeners. Uh, how did you come upon the Latin traditional Latin Mass? How did you come upon illustrating for this particular book? How did that all come together?
0: Wow. Um, both of those are kind of longish stories. I used the Latin Mass one, not as long, but I'd I'd heard the Latin Mass. My husband and I attended one maybe 10 years ago um, at a proto-cathedral nearby, and we thought, oh, this is a a special event sort of thing, and it was beautiful, and I was wondering why I was lost, because I thought, oh, isn't isn't it just, you know, the Mass that we know, but in Latin? Um, But I didn't think too much of it then, other than that was for special events. And then later on, I started to hear about Oh, maybe there's, there might be more around. I thought, well, that's a special charism that people have. But we started reading up on it a couple of years ago, and my husband said, you know, I think we should really check this out. And it took us a little while because we were very involved with our nearby parish. And uh, so he went. he went to a high mass one Sunday, and he said, it was so beautiful. I cried. You need to go. And... Um, so I went the following Sunday. We had a very young son at the time, so it was easier to go separately. And um, I thought it was beautiful. I was lost again, but just in awe of it. And slowly we just kept going back. It just drew us in, and and now we are there full-time.
1: <laughs> you mentioned high mass. Can you explain what that is?
0: Yes. Um, there are traditionally... Uh, roughly two different kinds of Masses that you can go to. The High Mass, which is usually uh, sung with a choir, and so the choir will sing the the Gloria and the Creed and the other parts of the Mass. And uh, there's the Low Mass, which is uh, usually without music, sometimes organ, and um, that is said uh, mainly by the priest and uh, the altar server who's assisting him. And you just kind of follow along, and you don't have as many responses to say during that Mass, but you can, you can hear the parts a little bit better because it's quiet.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I've got our own personal affection for the love of, of the Latin Mass through my mother. Obviously, that was her, quote-unquote, normal Mass when she was a child. And when it was brought back during the time of Pope Benedict XVI, uh, um going with her with my kids for the first time was just a very profound experience for my mom. I've never seen my mom look like a small child. Uh, the, you know, the woman who would have no problem yelling at me and disciplining me, uh, <laughs> right, rightly so, literally turned into a crying child um, when, when she first got to go back to the Latin Mass there when Pope Benedict um, put out that moto proprio that allowed it. Can you talk a little bit about, you, know, you shared how much you thought it was beautiful or whatnot, but the experiences you've seen of other people being touched by being able to worship God in such a way.
0: I have met so many Catholic converts at our parish who um, have converted from atheism, even, because they they found this Mass. They were touched by the, the beauty and the sacredness. I mean, there's, you can't under, always understand exactly what's going on, especially when you first start attending, but, I mean, the feeling that there's something going
2: on, there's something sacred happening, it's it's palpable. Yeah, and I think, uh, are, are you familiar with the author Peter Craft deadly
0: Oh yes, he was instrumental in my uh, adult reversion.
2: Oh, oh very cool. Uh, yeah, definitely my favorite author. And um, I can't remember which book it was, or, or podcast, I listened to Whatever he was talking about trying to evangelize a Muslim. And at the end mm-hmm. of the day, his his efforts were unsuccessful. And when he was talking to him, like you, you, you believe almost all these things intellectually, like why can't you make the leap? And he made a comment about how the, the church there near Boston College was so ugly. And, mm-hmm. and Peter Craig was like, oh man, I, I forgot beauty. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, and I just think that this, this is a, a tremendous way for people Uh, Even like my own children, my own children like it, but like you mentioned, the lost thing, they can't get over the fact that they're lost, so it's not their preference. But every Mm -hmm. time we talk about it, when we do go afterwards, they mention the things uh, that you're talking about. So since this is for children, and and I kind of mentioned my own children, like what what is it that you're trying to to get across to the children? And I've got to say for those people that are calling to get a chance to get a free book, uh, I'm not exaggerating. The illustrations in here are incredible. Like, you look like you're looking at a, uh, a stained glass window almost. I, I, I've, I've bookmarked the Sanctus, Sanctus, Sanctus that you have in here, mm. and I mm-hmm. can't imagine how long it took you to, to do this. I wish this was television and not radio so I could hold it up and the cameraman could come over. Your jaw may not drop, but it will definitely lower significantly. <laughs> so the way you've done this to engage children is just absolutely incredible, Adelie. And I just want you know sh- share with our listeners a little bit about what was on your heart as you were trying to do that and, and the impact you want to make on children in that regard.
0: Well, thank you so much for your words. It was a blessing to be able to undertake this project. And uh, I have a, a three-year-old son, and so he was definitely a thought in when I was creating this book, because I want him to to grow up knowing and loving and understanding the Latin Mass, and I, I saw this as a really great tool for him, uh, because I've got the highlights of the, the Latin text, along with um, the translation in English. Then on the corresponding page, it just takes you step-by-step step through the Mass, showing you what's going on, what's going on at the altar you might not be able to see, and also, more importantly, the heavenly realities that are happening during the Mass, because I I found out about that years ago, and it blew my mind, and I thought, more people need to know about this, (laughs) and I think it's especially important to share it with children.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you're just tuning in, we're visiting with Adelie Hude. She wrote, or she illustrated the book, Sanctus Sanctus Sanctus, an introductory Latin Missal for Children. We're going to be giving away a couple of those after the break, so please make sure that you stay tuned when we return from that. You know, Adelie, I'd love to talk about your background in art because this isn't something that you just, well, maybe it is that you just pick (laughs) up and do, but do do you have a background? Were you always interested in Sacred Heart? Again, like... As Nathan and I have been talking, this is beautiful. This is some of the most beautiful artwork that I've seen in an illustrated book.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, well, I've been um, drawing since I could pick up a crayon, and so that's, I've been blessed with that gift and that inclination. And I uh, earned my BA from Cal State Long Beach in art. Um, most of what I have learned, I've, I've learned from various mentors, hmm. I did Ceramics professionally for 15 years, uh, sculpting and producing them for collectors. And about 10 years ago, I stumbled upon a sacred art contest, and I thought, I haven't done painting in a while, and it was for medieval painting. And I thought, oh, this looks really fun. So I tried that, and I loved it. And but shortly after that, you know, God was working in my heart, saying, hey, you need to do some more sacred art. And eventually. In about 2016, I asked my husband, do you mind if I, you know, stop doing my secular art and start all over again with sacred art? And he was fully supportive, even though I didn't really mm-hmm. know where to start. Uh, eventually, I ended up um, publishing my first book with OSV, a, um, it's called The Light of Heaven, and it's a book on the saints, a children's book. And um, then I've just been doing more illustrating since then, and this this project's been on my heart for a while so i'm i'm glad it was finally able to come to fruition through tan
1: can you talk about the ability to connect with the visual so i think about the bible right and I, and and i read the bible and i meditate upon the bible and uh, you know i read through jesus's passion and then I see it displayed on screen in something like the Passion of the Christ. There's something about the visual that really connects us with what happening, with what's happening. Can you talk about that?
0: Oh, definitely. Uh, this project actually started out as an animated short, hmm. and I, that's how I envisioned it. And it was on the, uh, you know, the regular Masanobu Sordo because that's what I I knew and loved. Uh, I read Scott Hahn's book, The Lamb's Supper, back mm-hmm. in 2006, and that's when I learned about those heavenly realities. And so I, I wrote a script, and I had some people look at it, and I did a bunch of sketches, and eventually I realized this is just too big of a project for one person. <laughs> and God gave me the idea, oh, a children's book. So mm-hmm. I rewrote it as a children's book, got to the end of it, started falling in love with the Latin mass. <laughs> and my husband said, well, why don't you do it on the Latin <laughs> So I said okay, with a few tears, and scrapped that. And you know, it it became sanctus, sanctus, sanctus.
2: <laughs> Beautiful. And if you're if you're just tuning in on the other side of this break, we're going to have a chance for you to call in and actually uh, receive a free copy of one of these books. And I'll just say that sanctus, sanctus, or sanctus, sanctus, sanctus page that I was referring to. The saints that are there, uh, mm-hmm. all of the halos are around them, but you've done it in a way that's remarkable. All, you can see like the halos. All, all you can see is the tops of the other saints' halos, so it really mm-hmm. makes it look like there's just billions of people here at the sacred moment. So yeah. extraordinarily well done, Adelie. And we'll come back on the other side of this break, and you got a chance to get your own copy. You're listening to Real Presence Live across the Real Presence Radio Network. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence
3: Radio Network. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. Pope John Twenty-Third called for a new Pentecost in our day. Just as the first Pentecost was the foundation for the first missionary impetus of the Church, So, the new Pentecost is the foundation for the new evangelization, the renewed missionary effort of the body of Christ. In fact, the new evangelization cannot happen without a new Pentecost. But, to live a new Pentecost is to play with fire, because evangelization is about true salvation. It is not about the easy and cultural acceptable path of enrichment. Our God is a holy and awesome God who requires our holiness and trust. Only through life in the Holy Spirit can we model the kingdom and be true missionaries.
4: Catholic Way Bible Study Peace, Power, Purpose. Find out more at CWBS.org. This is Jake Warner, the State Deputy of the North Dakota Knights of Columbus. I was asked to explain if someone were to come to me and, and ask why should they become a Knight of Columbus. I can answer from my, my own experience, uh, and that would be um, becoming a Knight of Columbus has made me a better Catholic. It's made me a better uh, husband. It's made me a better father. It's made me a, made me a better man. There are so many things about the Knights of Columbus that young men are really looking for, and and they don't understand it's just as close as as their local church. Becoming a part of, of the Knights of Columbus local council uh, opens up so many doors for you. In a society where people are known to be loners and going their own way and and trying to figure out what's going on around them, the Knights of Columbus provides you a family, people that you can go to, resources that you can reach out to, ask questions of, get encouragement from, uh, not only spiritual encouragement, but all kinds of things.
2: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the RPR Network. We are glad to be with you as we continue our visit with... Natalie Hude, she illustrated the book that Nathan and I are holding this morning, Sanctus, 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 an introductory Latin missal for children. And guess what, Nathan? It's time. It is time to give up your book. Because. Uh, not willingly. <laughs> not willingly. We are going to open up the phone lines now as long as Lori is ready. And uh, she's looking over. Yep, it looks like looks like Lori's ready. Yep, big thumbs up. So we're going to open up the phone lines to give away two of these books to the first two callers who call in at 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. Again, that's for one of two copies of the Sanctus 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 introductory Latin Missal for children which was illustrated by the gal we're visiting with this morning Adelie Hude and I don't know how much more we can talk about it uh, Nathan other than the fact that the artwork in here is just gorgeous it's it's beautiful it it even I would say draws you higher you yes. know when, when you look at it you get a sense of wanting to be taken higher and going deeper in worship and, and deeper in meditation with our Lord
2: yeah it- Again, I, I, I don't understand how this is possible, and I'm not trying to be, like, aggrandizing. I'm just trying to be factual. Uh, something is beautiful when it causes you to stop. Hmm. And when you open up this book and you look through the pages, you stop. Yes. And, and, and for me, I'm, I'm sur- I'd much rather watch a YouTube video than read a book. I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that on Catholic <laughs> Radio, but it's true. Uh, because it's easier for me to stop and pay attention when, Like you mentioned, the visual yeah. passion of the Christ or yes. whatever. The book does make you stop. And so again, I would, I would encourage you, uh, I don't know if we have our two callers yet, but 877-795-0122. You will not have to fight with me over the radio for a copy of the book, but somebody here in the studio will have to fight me to put this <laughs> into an envelope to send it to you because it really is extraordinarily well done. And, and, and much of our evangelization efforts are not successful because of a lack of beauty. And uh, more than anything, we're gonna lose our kids if we don't instill in them at young ages the beauty of Catholicism, the beauty of God, the beauty of the life He calls us to through the moral life. And this is definitely a tool to exchange beauty with those whom we love.
1: And uh, let's welcome back in Adelie Hude. Adelie, this is really, I think, what you're getting at when you talk about your experience with the traditional Latin Mass, isn't it?
0: Yes, it is. it's a beautiful, beautiful way to worship God. There's so much reverence, there's silence, there's time for prayer, um, unless your kiddo is tugging at your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it really draws you in and draws you to the beauty of the holy sacrifice of the Mass.
2: You know, you mentioned the book by Scott Hahn. I remember driving to Mass one time after reading it, arguing with my wife about the Masses. There's only one Mass and it's in heaven. We got into quite a fight <laughs> driving to Mass. It was kind of funny. I won't, I won't uh, go into the details. But it, was, it boggled my mind as a lifelong Catholic. I knew nothing about that. And, and we yeah. do a great job as Catholics. I mean, we are the best organization on planet Earth of making sure that our, <laughs> our constituents, our followers, whatever you want to call it, know as little about our organization <laughs> as possible. Uh, but it, it radically changed my life to find out what was happening at Mass. And I think that's one of the beauties that I have when I take my kids to the Latin Mass, be it once a year or whatever it is, is I instill in them, like, you don't have to know what's going on. That's the beauty of it. Like you don't need to know, I shouldn't say it that way. You don't need to know what the words are. You don't need to know, quote unquote, where we're at. Just look at the altar. You already know what's going on. You already know what's happening. Now just focus on that act. Don't be distracted by the words. Don't be distracted by trying to figure out where you're at. Just be in God's presence. Be in this moment with God. And if you can do that, some of my kids can. Some of them can't. (laughs) Some of them are more OCD'd and like, no, I need to know where I'm at. Where am I at in the book? It's a beautiful experience of letting yourself be not be lost in the English words and just spend that time in the presence of God in a way that you just can't do in a, in a normal situation. So any any thoughts or comments uh, in that regard, Adelie?
0: Oh, I just have to wholeheartedly agree with all of that. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's an amazing experience, and often, you know, that's the advice I've heard for people who are new to the Mass, that like, don't worry about being lost. And it took me a couple times to stop worrying because, I, I knew the, the Nobu Sordo really well. I was a cantor, uh, I was in choir for years, and I knew what happened when, and giving up that control took a little bit of time. But they say, especially if you're new, just, just let go and enter into it and offer yourself up there with the priest, and you'll just experience great beauty and joy from that.
2: And I'm also the guy that doesn't like the subtitles on The Passion. I don't want to know. What's, I already know what's going on. I don't need to be distracted by the
1: words. <laughs> I, I'm curious to know, because we go to Mass, Catholics go to Mass every Sunday, right? And it can become... I don't know, sort of mundane at times, uh, especially if you've got kids and, you know, like I talked to my wife, I'm like, okay, uh, am I going to be paying attention much this time around? Uh, Or am I going to be chasing my two-year-old all around, making sure she doesn't Mm -hmm. jump off the balcony? Not sure. We'll find out. Um, But how is it then, you know, as as like a a busy parent or somebody who uh, just doesn't quite understand the mystery of the mass. how can they enter into it do you Do you have advice for them, Annalie?
0: Um, let's see it uh, generally takes a lot of help from your spouse <laughs> <laughs> and yeah you know, trading off the, the little one does really help and um, I mean it's there there are definitely a lot of children at the Latin mass, and I know you always feel very bad when your your kiddo is acting up. But once I know for us, when someone else's kid is acting up, it's we totally understand it doesn't bother us mm. at all. <laughs> so just trying to, to focus and even through your, your frustrations of trying to you know get get your, your little one not to be fussing or fighting or crying and just offering that up too. Along, you know, I can't say the prayers I want to say right now, Lord, but I want to offer you know my frustrations, my impatience, just put
2: that up on the altar and that really helps <laughs> and and I, I also think there's an important note to that and I don't remember if it was Scott Hahn's book or maybe Matthew Kelly I, I probably listened to too many things <laughs> um, but you hear the phrase right I, I don't get anything out of mass I don't get mm. anything out of mass yeah. well yeah no kidding because you're not supposed to get anything out of the mass you're there to give something you're there to give justice to God give that to which is due to that whom it is due to and, and in that sense, I think the, the beautiful part about what you two are describing with your own kids is, well, you're not there to, to, to get anything or I'm, I'm not paying attention to the You're there to give. What do you give? You give the totality of yourself, which includes your family. You're there making your, your family as an offering to God. And when you're doing that, right, then when it comes time to receive the Eucharist, well, I've given the totality of myself to God during the worship. Now God here is giving the totality of his self, body, blood, soul, and divinity back to me. I didn't have to pay attention. I didn't have to, you know, I was distracted by if I filed my taxes <laughs> or, or not during the homily. Did you, you though? Gave, uh, I, I always file my, okay, I, good. You know, I get yeah. refunds, so I'm on it. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do get distracted, though, quite easily. I just gave the totality of myself, however un, unworthy it is. Mm. And by giving the totality of myself and my circumstances, God gives the totality of himself back. What a, what a very beautiful exchange that is. But I've heard, Brandon, you have something to announce.
1: Yes. uh, Unfortunately, Nathan, for you, (laughs) (laughs) both books have been given away. So thanks to everybody who called in to receive a copy of Sanctus, 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 an introductory Latin missal for children. Uh, We will get, at the end of this interview, another opportunity to learn where you can pick up a copy if you haven't received one yet.
2: Yeah, that's the part I need to listen to. Yes.
1: So before we get to that point, though, we just have a couple minutes left here, Adelie. For those listening who maybe have never been to the traditional Latin Mass or have been and just don't quite understand it, what would you say are some of those hidden beauties to be explored through the TLM?
0: Well, um, you'll notice that there there is a lot more time for prayer, which I greatly appreciate. Um, I, I have a hard time going going back to the the regular mass just because it feels like it's in fast forward to me now because <laughs> i i like the the slowness the contemplation being able to you know listen to the the music at the, the song high mass and enter into prayer that way it's it just it flows it, it really flows and the more you attend i think the more you'll appreciate that
1: Excellent well as we come to an end here where can people find a copy of this book you had mentioned you have another book as well uh, light of heaven which was a book on the saints through published through our Sunday visitor uh, is that where you can get this one as well or where should people go for that
0: uh, this book uh, was published by tanbooks.com okay or that, that's their website and so I'm gr- very grateful for them for taking on this project and taking it on so. So eagerly, that was a blessing. And it's available now, and you can also pick it up at other fine retailers.
1: Yeah, probably local bookstores as well uh, that are oh, throughout the listening area. Uh, so that's tanbooks.com, and you can look for this book. Uh, is your other book, Light of Heaven, still available as well?
0: It is, yes. It's um, a picture book on the Saints, and there's a companion coloring book.
2: Hmm. I'd have to ask my wife, but I think we own that one. <laughs> when, when, when you mentioned that, I was like, that sounds familiar. Tell, tells <laughs> you how often Dad uh, goes through books with his kids, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I'm, is that a much larger book?
0: Mm, no, actually. It's, it's about 24 pages. It just goes through little bios of uh, 24 saints. And then um, there's a, a coloring book that has the, the pictures yeah, of but, them that you yeah, can yeah, color but, in.
2: Yeah, but I meant like larger, not in the number of pages, but like larger oh, in the size, oh. right? Like, like yes, almost like yes, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That that's home. Eight and a oh. half by eleven. Addie, I am glad we met today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's extraordinarily well done. I'm I'm certain that's the same one that I was thinking about at home. Yeah, you you definitely are a blessing to the church, Adelie. Thank you. Oh, Absolutely.
0: Well, all, all glory to God.
1: Amen. Thank you so much for being on with us today. Again, to our listeners, you can visit tanbooks.com and search for the book Sanctus, 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 An Introductory Latin Missal for Children, which was illustrated by our wonderful guest today, Adelie Hude. Adelie, uh, any closing thoughts as we prepare to head to break here?
0: Um, I'm just so, so blessed that this book was able to be, and I really hope that introduces your children and, and newcomers to the beauty of the Latin Mass. For the greater glory of God
1: Wonderful, thank you again Alright listeners, we do need to head to a break As we wrap up our time with Adelie But stay with us, we're going to be talking about Coming together as believers In a different way Outside of church, but one that also Involves worshipping Jesus So we'll talk about that when we return on Real Presence Live
2: Live, engaging And local, this is Real Presence Live